Welcome to Grown Ups Are Lucky. Every week, a 250-word item of consumption. Delicious, yes, but much too small to be responsible for your recent weight gain. This week's story is titled Enslave. Eve Crestwell bought an old whirlpool factory outside of Millbank, where she made roadkill out of handbags, ripping expensive things apart and making them look more of the carcass, as they were fond of saying in the industry. This one has been commissioned by a very well-to-do actress with her own reality series about anal bleaching, Eve told the robot who made love to her every evening at 7.38 p.m. The robot, Randall, was built by the Velplots Corporation, a domestic pleaser made of surprisingly soft titanium, with a strong Roman nose and eyes that were engineered to remind Eve of both her father and a recently released convict who liked to jump stolen motorcycles over school buses. Randall was worth $329,900 bag carcasses, or five years of work. He came with many arousing presets and was remarkably adept at filthy talk. Eve loved toast on jam. She loved biscuits on gravy. Both, of course, being sexual commands she would call out to Randall. Randall, I want some hot cross buns in ten. She would say as she put the finishing touches on a boar cadaver made out of Italian wallets. Randall finished the dishes in four, put on a bib and latex gloves in three, and Crab walked over to the workshop in two, leaving one to spare. I would do this for free, he purred, having no idea what the words meant, being enslaved and secretly in love with the toaster. Thanks for listening. Did you enjoy today's confection? Well, not everybody agrees with you. And we get that. We can't please everybody. Still, we are nevertheless perplexed that among critics, which, given the high profile of this podcast, there are many, the primary complaint with this piece is that these critics find it implausible that a domestic pleaser could fall in love with a toaster. We could understand if they took issue with the idea that there might be a demand for artificial roadkill made out of recycled handbags, or the likelihood that we might all one day have sex robots, but no. It is consistently the toaster that gets them. Why would some handsome robot have robot feelings for a toaster, they ask, to which we say, why not? Or sometimes even we just say, duh. Because the toaster is the appliance. If you ask a blindfolded consumer to name an appliance they see on an imaginary counter, they name a toaster. Even with the rise of gluten intolerance and wheat disdain, toast is everywhere. Yesterday it was peanut butter, today it is avocado, and tomorrow some other delicious item will find its way to your mouth via toast. One critic suggested they could have stayed with the story if only it had been something sexy, like an iPad. To which I say, have you seen the old iPad with the cracked screen in my closet that can't support the latest operating system? Neither have I. Because I tried to give it to a kid and the kid laughed at me, so I put it in a box with a bunch of old exercise DVDs. And now that box is beneath another box of photos, which is beneath a dead relative's old tuxedo I can't get myself to give away despite it not fitting me. However, the toaster has and will endure which is a quality you would want to get with if you were a state-of-the-art sex machine. 
But beyond that, the most obvious argument for these wooden critics is that the toaster is heat, and heat is hot. Duh. Anyway, thanks for listening, and sorry for that defensive rant. For more information about the author, please visit thejasonporter.com. For more information about toasters, please visit toastersforsale.com, a proud underwriter of this podcast. Reproduction of all stories is strictly prohibited without express permission from the author. Toast is everywhere. Duh.